Hello, and welcome to another episode of Aphantasia Experiments. I am excited to talk to you on this episode about a lot of random stuff. I don't really have a plan, but I do feel like I have a lot to, to say, a lot to talk about. Um, I Something terrible happened. No, wait, I shouldn't say that. That sounds way worse than it is. It's not terrible. Something inconvenient happened to me. I lost my headphones, and I love my headphones. They are like Sony. Um, they weren't too expensive, 39 bucks, but I've lost them twice in the last like two months. So I feel like that's the universe being like, stop buying these headphones. But the funny thing is, the first time I lost them, I went to the store and I had been thinking about someone that I had lost. Um, like someone who's no longer with us. And when I got to the store, I was looking at different headphones, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just get the same ones I got before, because I love them. Put them around your neck, it's pretty convenient. Anyways, I'm looking at this box, and the person I was thinking about's name was all over it. And in a weird way, like the, the, it was like the city name or something. So I feel like that was also a little nudge from the universe. But anyways, I uh, don't have my headphones, and I feel like, you know when one little thing is off? Like, I'm used to wearing my headphones around my neck. And um, as you know from listening to my podcast, I'm big into voice notes. It's like totally changed my voice note game because I... Ooh, something just fell. I'm alone in this room. A ghost, perhaps? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, when one little thing is off, it can just, yeah. So the voice note. Oh, there we go. I was like, where did I, where did my brain go? That ghost took me right out, right out of it there. Um, it's gone again. Oh, does it, it really doesn't matter. Um, yes, it does. Voice notes. I knew I'd get back into it. Voice notes. I, like, I do them all the time, right? So, I have a family. I may have mentioned this on previous episodes. I have four kids. One's 22. He's older, but uh, still lives at home. Uh, I'm happy that he lives at home. I'm not like, damn, he still lives at home. Like, he's he's a lovely addition to our, addition. He's a lovely part of our family. He's not an add-on. He's been here, he's been here for 22 years. Um, so, he's here, and then we have... Uh, boy, Fletcher, and then uh, two girls, seven, or sorry, eight and five. Uh, so my house is fairly chaotic. And one of the things that I love for me, I've always been someone who loves conversation and, and just friendships in general. Like as a child, I was on the phone probably after school from 3.30 till... 9.30, like, all the time. Whenever I didn't have, like, basketball practice, I was gabbing on the phone until, you know, in high school or whenever it was, probably late, late junior high. Do people say junior high anymore? I don't know. Uh, I got into, like, the ICQ and that kind of stuff. Um, but I... I like talking more than anything, actually talking, not like texting, not emailing, talking. I get really tired just being on a phone, um, so having conversations is really valuable to me and important, and it fills my cup, 
and anyways, I've been <laughs> without these stupid headphones, and I'm like, I cannot buy them, I need to, like, I'm intuitive, I should be able to find these damn headphones, so I know a lot of my listeners out there are intuitive, psychics, who knows, tap into your own inner whatever, and let me know where you think my headphones are, they're white, they're, they've got a string on them, you can put them on your, around your neck, they're Sony, I've lost two of them, so if you can find either of them and tell me where they are, that would be great. I'd love that. Um, but all this to say, one little thing can throw you off, and anyways, I haven't been voice noting as much because I have to, like, listen to it out loud or listen on these, like, really bulky headphones that I have, and it's, there. my husband got them for me because at my old office, where I, like, totally burnt out working there, um... It was so loud because my my boss's phone, she would she had it full blast all the time. And I'm really not great with sounds, like really startling sounds. It really my body tenses up. It's like a PTSD symptom, I think. I don't know. Um like I get overstimulated by noise very easily. So her phone, she would have it full blast on her phone, but also on her computer. So you know, it starts ringing and and it was a uh, Sorry, it wasn't a ring. It was a uh, classical music. Why am I even saying this? Anyways, <laughs> so she would play this music on her phone, and then the thing on the computer would be going off. And I'm trying to email people. I'm trying to call people. I'm trying to design things, whatever. And it takes a lot of focus. And I was already being pulled in so many directions that this noise thing literally almost like made me want to throw my computer out the window noises man don't love them um anyway so the story there was that my husband um he ended up getting me because I was like I would come home from work just distraught and I would be pale and like my body would be stiff because the whole day I spent in this like noise trauma like, I can laugh about it now, but at the time, I was, like, I would be crying on the way home because it was so awful. Um, and so I told my husband he, he plays football with someone who owns a headphone company. So I should be able to get headphones, right? Um, anyways, you got headphones for me, but they are... The headphone company is not, like, a regular day-to-day headphone company. It's, like, a construction worker noise canceling, super gigantic. It is great when the kids are annoying. I put them on. I'm like, if you want to whine, these go on, <laughs> you know? Um, that's great, but it also kind of like hurts my neck because they're so heavy and I can't record voice notes back in them because it's too muffled. So I could listen to voice notes and then I have to turn my headphones off. That's like so complicated. So I probably need to get new headphones, bottom line. But again, if you know where they are, just tell me. Um, I had someone, someone I know posted on a Facebook group, uh, like a, in, we're in Burlington, in Burlington. Uh, there's a lot of Burlingtons, actually. When I went to uh, Boston with my family a few years ago, a few years ago, 10 years ago, um, we stayed in Burlington, and we're like, this is weird. Burlington. This is not Burlington, Ontario. Burlington, Boston? Burlington, Massachusetts, maybe it was? Not Boston. Boston's a city. Um, is that where we stayed? Burlington. 
we stayed somewhere in Burlington in the States and we were like, this is weird. We're staying in the same. Anyways, we're not in the States. We're in Ontario. And uh, what was I saying there? There was a Facebook. There, I'm in a, like a Facebook Burlington group or whatever. And someone posted. I knew this person. So, you know, when you know someone who posts in a group, it like you see more, I guess. You see more. I don't know. Why does it matter? Anyway, she posted that she left her keys at the grocery store. And she's like, I just feel like I'm going to put this out in the universe and see if anyone has any ideas where they could be. And literally there was like 300 responses and I was like invested in this. Like, where are these keys? I don't know if she ever found them. But I love that she like went on there and that everyone was like thinking and like there's people that went to the store to look for her and... um. They were like, oh, I lost my keys here. Maybe they're here. Anyways, the community really came together for her, but I'm pretty sure she had to buy new keys, and they were like $600 because they were like the no-key no type whatever. And I think she had her sunroof open. That was another thing. Um, good story, good story. So what do I have to actually talk about today? Because that was a whole lot of nothing, right? Right? Um... Hmm. Um, what do I want to talk about today? So, I, you know, I left my career in July, and I told my husband, um, because he's, he's like, I am, I am very much a a right side brain. I always get them mixed up, but I'm like the intuitive, creative, nurturer. He's like the structure, analytical. I think I've said this before. Our brains are not similar, but we come together. It's it's a good thing. Um, but for me to lo- like not for me to leave my job without having any sort of uh, anything lined up, it's been stressful for him, but. I had to. It was like one of those, you get to a certain point in your life that you can't not live in a heart-led way, okay? So I was going to this job every day, and every day I felt like my heart was in the wrong spot, and it was like being stomped on and smushed and pushed around, and my energy was being sucked out of me. And I just knew that I had to do something that was heart-led. And I knew that I couldn't access that part of me if I was completely drained and crying on my way home from work because the noise was so loud, right? I just couldn't access that part of me. And I, I had made pro- promises when, we, when I first quit I'm like ah by September I'll have a job whatever like I'll figure it out it'll be great and since leaving I haven't had any desire to actually get a job and I know I should um I do freelance work honestly every time I do design work uh I've been a designer since I was 19 20 uh I went to school for for advertising and I, I specialized in like the creative direction um and then got a job right out of college um 
and I was pretty like successful in design and I I enjoyed it. But now every time I sit on the computer to do something, you know, marketing work or design work for other people, I get uh I have a couple clients that I really love actually, so I shouldn't even say that, but uh I don't want to actively look for marketing jobs anymore because I feel like that version of myself is dead and gone. You know what I mean? Like when you want, this is, this is the analogy I want to share with you. So a crab, they grow to a certain point in their shell and then they get really uncomfortable in the shell and they have to leave and go somewhere else. Okay. I was so uncomfortable in the skin that I was in that I had to break free and go somewhere else. And in, like, this uncomfortable process of not having any sort of protection, this is what I'm in right now. Like, I have, my income is, like, dwindling. I'm, I mean, non-existent minus, like, my freelance work. Um, And my savings is dwindling is what I wanted to say. And it's uncomfortable But I know, without a doubt, that I'm going to land in this new shell and it's going to be comfortable and I'm going to feel good and I'm going to feel protected and safe. And I feel like that that happens with so many things in life. If you are holding on to something that no longer serves you and you feel like this isn't me anymore, you have to take a step and that step is going to suck and it's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to worry about stuff and you're going to be upset and you're going to be stressed and then you're going to be protected and safe and warm and happy right it's like the whole cycle of life right so I've been in this stressed um mode just just recently because it's you know the end of the new year and I'm like I don't really have any clue what's next for me I got my Reiki and I'm like do I want to start advertising that I haven't even bought a table. I've been doing it on people's beds. So I got to like take some steps step, steps forward. I get stuck. Um, but in the last month, I've, I've had this surge of energy. So I, I maybe it was last two months. I created my website and I did a bunch of stuff. And, and uh, I finally got my Reiki, uh, Reiki up there. So if you live in the Burlington, Toronto area, I know that my listeners from all over the place, but if you live in and around this area, I'm going to be offering uh, Reiki sessions. So you can book that on, on the website, Affantage Experiments, on the healing page. Um, I am like really looking forward to doing that, um, stepping into that zone. But I also just had uh, an interview with a company that I, I'm I'm so aligned with and it would be more of a part-time thing and it just feels so heart-led and so good and it's like I'll still be able to podcast and still be able to do everything that I want to do. So if you're in a zone where you don't feel good and you feel like uh, you want to step out of that shell and whatever, I highly suggest actually writing out everything that you want in a career or in your business or for finances coming in, like write in everything that you want and uh, see if you can make it happen. Because this this job that I just had an interview for, it, it almost like marked off all my buckets. But my buckets are hard to fill because I, I am 
I'm a five. I'm also an Aquarius. So I'm a life path number five. If you don't know how to do your life path number, it's just your your year. So say you're born in 1920, it would be nine plus, or one plus nine plus two plus zero. So 12. And then two plus one is three. And then whatever day it is, so say it was 11, that would be two. Like you add all the numbers together and then the, the month would be 11 or whatever. And you add it all together. And then you just keep adding until it's only one number. Unless it's a prime number and then you you have a special day. So if you end up with an 11, ooh, is it 11 or 22? I think there's a couple. Anyways, I'm a five. Long story short, like you can go on just Google numerology and you can find out a lot about yourself for free. So, uh, and it's really interesting. Uh, I'm a five and fives like change and, and doing different things. And my thing is I love learning about different things. And if I feel like I know all, all the things that I need to know, I'm just like kind of banging my head against the wall, you know, like, oh my God, get me out of here. I need to learn more. Um, so this whole podcast and my whole spiritual journey is like a never-ending fest to learn and grow and evolve and what I'm realizing is that's like that's our entire soul's journey is to like so our soul we come we come on into this body into your body and you're you're in this body to learn all these lessons throughout life, to experience hardships, to, to you know, lose your job, to um, get cheated on. Like, all the things, like, all the lessons you learn throughout your life, how to set boundaries, how to stand up for yourself, how to um, live in your own power, how to be a good person, how to be a good neighbor, how to overcome obstacles, how to make mistakes and learn from them. All these things that you learn in your life... Um, your soul is learning and growing from and then each time you come back into into reincarnation which like time isn't linear if you think about it too so it's like you can be living multiple lives at the same time think about that i'm not going to get too much into that because i don't want you to think i'm cuckoo bananas but think about i talked about this on my tiktok recently that dreams and near-death experiences like I feel like really explain a lot about how consciousness works and our bodies are more like our consciousness in our bodies there's a filter so our brain kind of acts as a filter So we can't receive everything that we do when we're not in this body. So when you, a lot of people say when they, when they have near-death experiences, they have like knowledge of everything. Like they, they understand everything. They understand why this happened. They understand, they make all the connections. They see it. It's all beautiful. Everything's wonderful. Everything is for the progression of human progress, progress, progress. Wow. I can't say that word. Progression of humankind. Um, and that's like 
what I've kind of concluded about my life is like I am here to learn and it that is what drives drives me and and that's what feeds my passion and I love to learn and I love to feel like I am growing as a soul and I love feeling like I am living my life through my heart like my heart is leading the way I don't want my ego to lead the way I don't want um the fact that you know we have a mortgage to lead the way it's a factor and it is very important um but it's it's a moment in time for me this moment of uncomfortableness and we all experience uncomfortable moments in our life right and honestly every uncomfortable moment so if you have a fight with your husband or your kid or a coworker, um, after you come to some sort of resolution, which hopefully you can, because that's part of learning and growing in this world, is like dealing with people and like talking about things and expressing yourself and setting your own boundaries and having those uncomfortable talks. Once you're through that uncomfortableness, you might cry, you might get upset, you might get, you might shake, you might have a physical reaction in your body, but once you've had that and you've released that kind of energy, you feel so much better and you can do so much more and you have so much more ideas and you, like you have to live through those uncomfortable moments to get to the good stuff. Um, and I, I, I say that and then sometimes I get down in the dumps and I'm like, oh, nothing good's happening and then Literally two days later, something wonderful will happen. Um, I always ask for signs. I'm like a big asker. I love, I love the book, and I've mentioned this before, but Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson, The Secret Language of the Universe. It is just, it's such an easy read, and it's just so impactful. It's, I, I'm a lover of stories. When I was a kid, I used to love reading Reader's Digest because it all had a bunch of like just short stories from people. I love that. Um, so this, the fuck was I talking about? Stories. I don't know. I lost that completely. Oh my gosh. Damn. This is like one of those complete, complete, complete brain farts side note I was talking to my friend it might come back so and if not I'll talk about it on another podcast something about stories it's like just completely jumped out of my head it's like what my friend and I always say brain fart and I have a lot of listeners from I shouldn't say a lot of listeners I have listeners from all over the world I see you on on my app all over the world Australia New Zealand uh, Russia Saudi Arabia, all over the place. So, tell me what are some weird expressions that you use on a day-to-day basis? Because it's different from around the, all around the world, right? Um, my, like, whenever I can't think or, like, I lose my train of thought, I always say, my brain is farting. <laughs> that I was like, I wonder if people, like, use that terminology normally. <laughs> Anyways, my friend does too, so... Um, but there's something else I say, like, when I get gas, I say I'm tanking up. 
And my husband was like, what? Nobody says that. I'm like, yeah, I'm tanking up. Like, you're filling up your tank, right? He's like, no, people say fuel up or gas up. And I was like, "Mm, pretty sure people say tank up. So let me know. Settle that argument for us. Um, Do you say tank up? Um, And my friend, uh, she's from a small town in Ontario. And at her wedding, this is so random, at her wedding, it was like pouring rain. We were getting our hair done. And like within like 10 minutes, three of the people said the same thing. And I had never heard that expression before. They said, it's, it's teeming out there. It's teeming cats and dogs, I think. But it was teeming. I'm like, is that an expression? They were like, yeah, it's teeming out there. Apparently, in small town Ontario, teeming is what you say when it's really raining hard. Maybe that's an expression everywhere, but I was just like in a weird pocket that nobody said that. But, uh, and people talked about tanking up stuff. I don't know. Um, I'm really stuck on the stories thing. I really wish I could go back, but I like to do a continuous thing. Otherwise, I have to edit something in a software, and that's no fun. Um, Oh, my God. No. Oh, my gosh. You know, you say things, that's blasphemy. You shouldn't say that, right? I don't know. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm really bad at podcasting sometimes. Really bad at podcasting. But also, you know what? I'm great at podcasting. Um, We should always change our negative thoughts into positive ones. That's an important thing. It's hard to do because it's actually hard to compliment yourself, try it. Look in the mirror and say, oh, you are wonderful. You are beautiful. You have the nicest eyes. Oh my gosh. And just say nice things to yourself. It, it actually helps boost your self-esteem. I used to have, um, the words I am enough written in, in my shower on a shampoo bottle because it's important for you to know that you're enough. So I'm sorry I forgot the story. Oh, I'm sorry I forgot the story. I really think it's going to come back to me. Fuck. <laughs> if you have a story you want to share with me, I'm going to start um, telling you to go to my website now. Uh, maybe it'll come back. I... I don't know where this podcast is leading me. I know that it's connected me to all sorts of people all around the world, and I love that. It makes me so happy every time I get a message or a voice note or whatever from anyone who's listened to the podcast. I'm It, like, literally makes my day. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, another thing that makes my day is I have... A website, it's called affandageexperiments.com, and on there, there's an experiments page, and 
on the experiments page. I should probably streamline this a bit better. Um, you click and you can share your story. And I really want any story. I want stories about, oh, I just found out I had aphantasia. Like the write-up there says, share your story about near-death experience, blah, blah, blah. But literally tell me anything because I'm, I'm, I'm compiling stories uh, because I think that uh, the more we tell our stories, the more it feels less crazy and the more other people will share their stories and then the more normalized these conversations become, right? Um, maybe I was talking about signs. Was that what it was? I was talking about signs, the book Signs. No, I think that came after. It's a really good book. Um, oh, that's what I was... I, the, this, the book, I think this is where I was going with it. That was like a seven-minute leeway. Um, the book is all like anecdotal stories. So like, um, she tells, I guess people, oh my gosh, where am I going with this? In the book, people, she shares people's experiences with finding signs. I don't know why that was so hard to say. Um, and it's just so uplifting and heartwarming, um, and amazing how these different signs can come in. And then she weaves her own personal story into it, like, uh, monarch butterflies were, were a sign for her and when she found out the same day she found out she was pregnant this swarm of monarch butterflies were migrating um and she has another story about oranges and she she the book is really good it's really well written it's really easy to read and I love stories so this is where I was kind of going with this and I think that I was going to end up going back to my website anyways I love stories and i I feel like the more we tell stories, and this is what I'm starting to do on my TikTok, is just, like, share a random story um, about something miraculous that's happened or an experience that I've had that's a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, like, I recently talked about how I had the dream about my son before I was pregnant, like, when I was 15, and then I had him when I was 17. Um, these kind of stories... I think they happen to more people than you would ex would think, like an out-of-body experience or a weird dream that later comes true, and you're like, ah, oh, man, that was weird, but I didn't tell anyone about it, so it can't, it doesn't really, it doesn't really feel real. I want to hear those stories. I want to, I just like, I'll believe it, and I know that sounds like I'm just like, uh, believe anything. Well, I want, I want to hear miraculous stories, and and why. Why would you make something up? And maybe you do. Hey, I like fiction as well. Um, it's not like I'm scientifically duplicate. I know it's called Appendage Experiments. I'm not like, I'm not too, uh, I'm pretty laid back in my research. I just want to get all the information and... I don't know. Figure out what I'm going to do with it later. <laughs> I keep thinking, I, so I come from a career in publishing. I'm like, there has to be some sort of connection here. Like, I'm, I know how to market books. I know how to design books. I know how to edit books. I know how to um, sell books to, to bookstores, all this stuff, right? Um, and I have this obsession with learning stories, like hearing stories. So I feel like there's, there's something in there 
you know, I think of like chicken soup for the soul, but more for uh, magical moments. Like spiritual stuff, like glitch in the matrix or, or like, I don't know. I also like, like stories about people finding out they have aphantasia and, and how they feel different and no, I like stories. Just just share your stories with me, okay? That's what I'm trying to get at. Um, and, and if you want, you can say in the thing uh, that you want me to share it on the podcast. Um, I have a couple I have to go through still. Um, yeah, if you want me to share it on the podcast, I can do that. I also have a thing that if you want to be a guest, I have like several people that have reached out to me that want to be a guest on the podcast. And I have to that's like a 2024 goal for me because I don't know why it really it makes me nervous um my good friend uh if you want to listen to a really good podcast uh she has a podcast called soul therapy her name's Jen Holly uh she has this amazing podcast and where was I going with this why am I sharing this with you gone anyways maybe I was just supposed to tell you about Jen's podcast um she has this amazing podcast oh yeah no I know what I was saying um just had to wait for it she has a a great podcast and I like listening to hers and and uh she approaches it differently like she has notes and sometimes she just has an idea um and she's tried my process of like uh, walking or standing, whatever. I don't know if she's done walking, but, um, we talk about podcasting and like what works for us and whatnot. Anyways, she recently did an interview podcast and I was like, holy shit, you are Oprah. That is so good. And then I was like, there's no way I could be that good at interviewing. So I just, I'm nervous about that. I, I don't know. I'm a fairly good conversationalist, so I feel that would be fine. That I'm like, for these podcasts, I literally ramble, as you can probably tell. And I have no plan. But for an interview, I'd probably have to do some planning. And that, my my squirrel brain doesn't want to do it. But then I'm like, I there's a lot of people I want to interview. I want to talk to, like, neuroscientists and all different types of scientists and also all types of intuitives and psychics and and uh, just the, the vast realm of different human beings on this planet. I want to uh, talk about weird stuff with them, you know? I've seen this um, meme or, well, it's not a meme, like a quote or whatever on Instagram and, and Twitter a few times. Not Twitter, I'm not on Twitter on uh, TikTok a few times where it's like, I am not good at small talk. I like to get weird and deep. And that's me to my core. I like to get deep. I like to talk. I like to, yeah, I don't, uh, small talk makes me uncomfortable. Not uncomfortable, but I usually like get get deep quickly with people. Um, what else did I have to say today? What are some things I've read or listened to that I want to share with you? Um, 
And also, if you have any ideas for guests on the podcast, like if there's someone you want me to listen or want me to talk to, especially like if you if you have aphantasia and you're like, um, I want you to talk more about aphantasia, research this. That's my, my podcast fan voice. Clearly, you're very high-pitched. Um, if, if you have any ideas, send, send me an email. My email is rofocreative at gmail.com, but also, like, just go to my website, aphantasiaexperiments.com, and go to the share page, because it's on, under experiments. Maybe I should just make that share. Um, still figuring out the logistics of the website, okay? I'm only one person, um, and because I have a background in, like, marketing, design, I know how to do all of these things. I feel like I can't get someone else to do it, but then I'm like, this is not what I want to be doing anymore. Like, I don't want to be working on SEO or design or anything like that. I want to just be podcasting and then doing nice things in my community and working in ways, in positive ways kind of thing. Um, but because I have all this knowledge, I'm like, I have to use the knowledge I have. Um, but honestly, sometimes hiring someone else is, is actually the better human thing to do right because you're giving someone else an opportunity to shine I should think of it that way anyways I don't actually need to hire anyone but eventually I will get to that because uh I'm gonna be uh some major big's gonna blow up and uh yeah, like, my Reiki business is going to go crazy, and uh, I took, I'm taking this, this job, and, uh, yeah, when uh, Ted Danson comes to me and, and buys, buys my website, why the Ted Danson? Does Ted Danson have anything to do, Ted Danson? Why am I talking about Ted Danson? Did you guys watch? Sorry, I can literally hear geese in the background. I don't know if you can hear that, but like they're so loud. I got a message. Okay, I finished four sentences there. <laughs> Sorry, there's so much stuff coming out of me right now that you're like, what the hell is she talking about? Did you ever watch Who's the Boss? That's what I was going. Ted Danson was not in Who's the Boss. But Ted Danson makes me think of Tony Danza. Why? There has to be some relation. But maybe it's just T names. I don't know. But Who's the Boss? And I never understood. I watched that show as a kid and I was like, why is it called Who's the Boss? Like, Angela's the boss. Why are we even questioning this? Why is this a question? It makes no sense. She is employing Tony... She's the boss. She's also the boss at her job. Why wouldn't she be the boss? Anyways, tell me if that drove you crazy. It didn't even drive me crazy. I was just like, I don't understand this. And the more you think about it, the more it's like, oh, are women not supposed to be the boss? Imagine if every world leader was female. It'd be weird. And very different very different or like not even just female 
because males and females can have uh, different energies. Like, you could be a, a female but have a very male energy, uh, like a king energy. Um, imagine if there was no kings leading the world. They were all queens. I feel like the world would be, like, so much better, you know? Queens can move anywhere on a chessboard. And kings can only move one or two spots. One spot. One spot at a time. Like, who would want to be a king? And why is that the most important piece? Stupid, right? (sighs) Anyways. uh, Do I have anything to talk about Aphantasia this week? Sorry. Uh, um, I'm still working on my imprints, like, when I stare at something and look away. I also find, okay, I stare at something dark and then I look at something light and I can bring that imprint somewhere else. Um, There's certain times of day that I can really see energy, I feel like. So, and... I don't know if you've read, and by you I mean any of the people who are listening, if you've read the book, this Celestine Prophecy, it could be, it could, I can't, why can't I say this word? Celestine Prophecy, sorry. I don't know why I can't say it, but whatever that book is. It's like this guy goes to Peru and he he's finding the secret to the universe, whatever. It's a very spiritual book and it's good. It's really good. Um, but in the book, it talks about uh, being able to see energy. And if you go out, I think it's seeing energy. You're seeing more. I don't know. Yeah, seeing energy. I think it's seeing energy. Um, if you go out at like dawn or dusk and you go and you look at a tree... Okay, look at in between, so if you're looking up at a tree, look at the branches and look in between the leaves and trees at the air, okay? There's nothing, like, not at, don't focus your eyes on the leaves or the branches, like, focus on the in-between. And when you focus on the in-between, at those times, not always, and the more you do this at those times the more it'll trickle into other times. So if you do this exercise where you stare at tree branches, the, like the emptiness, the empty spots, you'll start seeing almost like dots, um, like a buzzing. I can only, I don't know, I can, I feel like that's all I can describe it as, like a, a visual buzzing, okay? Um, so I started doing this and anytime I'm like walking my dog and the sun's going up, I really try to like look up at the sky and like, and especially in the forest, I look at the branches and stuff and I try to do this exercise because you really can see it. It's very, very clear. And another exercise you can do is, is, uh, look at your hand and just get your hand, like get really lazy with your eyes and just stare for a good 30 seconds you'll start to see almost a glow around your hand. And that's, like, it's supposed to be a, your aura. Um, 
you can do this and you can you can see different colors and whatnot. You can do it in front of a mirror too. If you stand in front of a mirror, if you have a white wall behind you, um, if you stare in the mirror and just stare for the longest time, like 40 seconds, a minute, um, don't like readjust your eyes, let them get like tired. You'll start to see the aura around yourself too, which is like an energy, but um, at first I can only see these energies like at, during, in the morning and at night. And actually I just read this book called The Heartbeat of Trees and it talks about how the branches, like the, so you know how people say like hug a tree, if you're, if you want to feel grounded, like touch a tree, lean against a tree, whatever. The, the most amount of like ions you can get from a tree are in the branches at the top. So maybe that's what you're seeing is like the negative ions coming from the tree. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's an actual science there, but definitely can see it more in the, in the morning and in the evening. But now that I've done this exercise so often, I can see it more, you know, during the, during the day. And also, um, I see so much color in stuff that I don't think I did before. Um, I've talked about this before, I think. Uh, in my shower, I have subway tile, white subway tile. And I will stare at this. And this is like another exercise I do for visualization. Is I'll just stare and stare and stare and stare until my eyes kind of start playing tricks on me. And uh, so what will happen is like the water falling on the wall will like turn into a face or whatever. And uh, I will start seeing like glows, like glowing edges on things. And then I also... It's completely white, the subway tile, but I start picking up all the color that's in the white. Like, I see a buzzing red, a buzzing blue. It's like a buzzing color. I don't know how else to say, explain it. Um, so, uh, I wonder if, if the more you kind of realize what you're seeing, the more you'll see. Like, the more you recognize okay I am seeing a blue buzzing right now what does that mean is that uh is that a certain energy is that I don't know I'm just figuring it out but uh I wanted to share that with you because I feel uh who knows maybe that maybe one day you're like hey I want to look at this tree and I remember this podcast it talked about this I don't know um Maybe you want to read The Celestine Prophecy. Who knows? There's a movie about it, too. It's super cheesy. This is a thing that really bothers me. So, you know, I'm super spiritual, super into learning about all of the things. Uh, new agey, I guess you'd call it. Occult, perhaps, back in the day. Um, I like just learning about it. I like, I like kind of merging the science and spirituality side, too. Um, the thing that drives me crazy, and tell me if you agree with me, shoot me an email and tell me, all spiritual movies are so cheesy, it drives me bananas. I love Gaia, I have a Gaia membership, I love it for the content, there's so much great stuff on there, but holy cheese fest, bananas, like, it is so cheesy, like, everything about it, the typography, the lighting, 
I come from a background of design, so I'm like, ah, yeah. ah, like, if we just filmed it more like an HBO documentary and less like uh, a cheesy hippie fest, like, people would take it more seriously and not think of spirituality and all the different explorations of different unknown stuff to be woo-woo, right? I, I even say it's woo-woo, but if... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but I feel like... I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. See, sometimes when that happens, when you're just like... I feel like I was talking loud there, too. When you get taken over like that, it's not... I feel like that's not me talking. Like, I have no idea what I'm talking about sometimes. And then I'm like, okay, I guess that's it. <laughs> like, That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, is this... Is this me or is this someone, like, accessing me to get this this stuff out? I really encourage anyone out there to start a podcast, even if you're just podcasting for yourself, because you learn a lot about yourself. You're able to reflect on experiences that you've had and learn from them even more than you would regularly, depending on what you talk about on your podcast, obviously. But, um, yeah, just start a podcast and do exactly what I'm doing because you will realize that you probably do a little bit of channeling too. Like, if you just start talking and talking and talking, something's going to come out of you that you're like, where did that come from? Trust me. Like, trust me. It happens to me like 10 times a day with my voice notes with friends. Like, I, I get a message that's like 10 minutes long and then it's like, I don't even know what I said. <laughs> like, there's, I don't even know what I said there. And it's because you're almost being taken over. It's like your higher self, maybe. It's Maybe it's not channeling like a ghost or something, like a spirit or whatever. Maybe it's just you're stepping into your higher self because the more you talk, the more you let go of that ego mind because you can't access it when you continuously speak and share. I don't know. Random thoughts, random thoughts. Uh, I'm going to end this here. I, again, don't really know what I talked about this in episode. I hope there was some information about aphantasia that might be beneficial for you. I feel like even the energy about the trees is probably good, right? Right? Um, I recently watched a podcast. I'm on a bit of a John Edward kick. I am really digging what he says. If you listen to, like, recent interviews of him, I've gone on a bit of a, bit of a binge. Um... I've learned a lot about him, but the way he speaks about psychic stuff, I I really like what he has to say. Uh, so if you have an opportunity to to watch the Howie Mandel interview, it's really great. I just watched another one by um, oh uh, some astrologer person. Uh, it was really good too. Uh, and it made me really want to listen to her podcast about astrolo- astrology. I haven't gotten too deep into astro- astrology. I completely believe in it. Uh, I just... It's part of the rabbit hole that I'm on that I haven't gotten to. The rabbit hole is very, very big. And there's a lot of carrots in there. And I only have two hands to dig it. So, I don't know. Okay, that's it for today. I, again... I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, Please rate and review if you liked it. And if you didn't, 
don't do that because it's really annoying when you get a, a negative review. Um, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you keep listening and go to my website and share a story with me. I want to hear from you. Please. I love you. Bye.